moving along pretty good. Yes, this is a this is a great feeling. Uh, man, this is awesome. Yes, I'm glad to be back. So I guess I saved the conversation. But I, but you're gonna be. I told her I want you to be engaged. And I, I know like she. Shanice just okay. told me just a second ago. I, but I already know how you do. I already know. Yeah. 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 You you been. Yeah, you huh? you you've been here before, so you already know. So, right. <laughs> I, I'm 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 yeah. It's gonna be. I've evolved since then, but I know how you operate. You 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 like a conversation, a back and forth, an engaged Absolutely. conversation. Exactly. Yep. So. People don't like you just again, you just talk. You know. True. <laughs> so. But I'll, uh, be in, I'll be on site next time. Oh, bet. You know what? Can't wait. They was movie. F- they 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 stars doing some filming today anyway. So, um, okay. But not like they have it blocked or anything. But just saying. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I heard. So yeah, but Greek Fest, Lord, you know, I'm just glad we got a clean up team that can clean up the campus, put it back to where it was. I know they supposed to move that thing out of place in place. Yeah, they're probably going to. It's, I don't know. It's okay. Here we go. We got uh, thirty <laughs> seconds. You ready to have some fun? Yes, right. Let's go. Absolutely. <laughs> and yes, I may, I may go through uh, your whole bio because I need people to know. For the new listeners out there around the world, I need them to know who you are. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because we got a lot of new listeners. Let me tell you. Here we go. Here we go. Stand by. Yep, that's right. It is the top of the hour, top of the hour, top of the hour worldwide on this 13th day of the month of June. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for listening out there in radio land and uh, it is a phenomenal day to talk mental health. Every day is a phenomenal day to talk mental health. But we have a special summer series going on. And that summer series of Mental Health and Mindset Monday is presented by Paradigm Shift Marathon of the Mindset by, obviously, Coach Jarvis Jordan. And, of course, you can definitely find the book on Amazon, not now, but right now while you're listening to this segment. But also in the same token, if you go to our social media and look at the flyers that have been posted, there is a QR code at the bottom right hand corner of the flyer. So you definitely can take a look at that, scan the QR code and get right to it. All right. So this morning. Oh, this is going to be a great morning. Every morning is a great morning. But this morning, I am proud to say that this phenomenal woman is making a return to talk about mental health. If you are an avid listener of The Morning Machine, mental health got started with the one and only Coach Aisha. For our listeners out there who are new, let me tell you about Coach Aisha. First of all, she is a proud alumni of Morris Brown College. One of the best bubbling brown sugar out there. Let me get that out the way. Okay. 
she she's has a whole dance studio five six seven eight dance now incorporated it's an organization it's a dance studio that also provides mentoring counseling character building discipline and dance development services to our youth in the community serving ages three years and older and she's also been teaching and mentoring through this through the art of dance for over 23 years now she's taught several dance teams in the fulton and decab county areas right here in the metro atlanta area such as choreography mentoring competition judging scholarships college linkage celebrity dance judging i mean there's so much i can say we'd be all day about this but let us be clear about this and make sure you put some respect on her name when i say this also holds a bachelor's in therapeutic recreation master's of science degree in human behavior currently working on a doctorate in general psychology You better put some respect on her name right now. And who are we talking about? We are talking about Coach Aisha Watson. I should I add the other name on the end too now? Cause because you got a slash in this bio. Uh uh-uh, uh, you can keep it like it is. Okay, okay. All right. I'm just yes. saying. I was just saying. But welcome <laughs> back to the Border Machine to talk mental yes. health, Coach Aisha. Good morning to you, my sis. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. It is wonderful to be here. It's wonderful to be had. It's wonderful. The fact that you even gave me that grand opening. I feel like a celebrity doing, but I'm not a celebrity doing. I'm doing celebrity thing, but I'm you on were a seen in drumline. You, know? you were seen in drumline, by the way. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, I mean, but, you know, that, was, that was years ago. Years ago. It don't matter. It you still so- was seen, right? <laughs> okay yeah, then, <laughs> we, but we gonna put we'll, we'll respect on your name though. It, but you know what? It did pay a nice little check, man. It did do that exactly. So, See, and so that we, and we that's will, the thing that makes everybody smile. Absolute money, money, <laughs> and it's so glad to be had. You know, on this mental health mindset Monday, it's just you know a a, a thing that's needed. The discussions. You know, from when you when you said I, it kind of started off with me, I was like, wow, did he kind of start off with me? You know, but hey, it, I see you guys have expanded, and I just love it now that the conversations are even ongoing because they're needed more so then, now than then. Mm-hmm. In a major way. The, absolutely. And so when we talk about, you know, the mental health mindset, you know, when I came to the radio station, you know, some time back, you know, the conversation was, you know, dealing with the pandemic. We were just trying to say, how do we cope? You know, do we wear a mask? Do we stay inside? Mm-hmm. You know, those kind of things. But now, on top of those things, we're even headed into a recession. I want to say we already there. Yeah, I think we've been. I think we've been there for a few months at least. <laughs> right. It's been between these gas prices, the food, you know, between production and prices, limited items, even just down to the customer service in the um in in um restaurants and places. I'm going to places and they're like writing receipts. They don't have enough staff. They don't have certain items. Things are just have just really taken a turn. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I do agree. And you know, in in when we talk about that. 
you know, there's this going on, and then there's another side with, you know, the mental health state of people post. I I don't even want to say post pandemic just yet, but in a new normal where there's even more violence and what have you going on, especially as it pertains to gun violence, which, you know, you have to think about the mental health side of the person who committed the act and the mental health of the families that had to, that have to deal with those losses and grief due to that gun violence. And that takes a toll on everybody's mental health as we try to come out of a pandemic in this quote unquote new normal. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Like, yo, like, absolutely. Actually, actually, it's actually on the, it's actually at the top of my bullet point because when I first came in, we were talking about, you know, depression and sadness and how to overcome it. And should you seek help identifying if something's wrong or if it's just a pandemic, but now we're transitioning to outside of the recession, you know, from, Products being gone, prices are sky high, not enough staff, people quitting their jobs. I'm trying to figure out how they're still going to survive. You know, it's going, we're, we're shifting into a mind frame of where the suicide rate has increased dramatically. When you talk about on a, a national level, we're looking at a 30%, over 100,000 people, more individuals have died by suicide last year than more than ever. And then we got going into the homicide, nearly over 20,000 killed just in homicide last year. We haven't even got to 2022. These are the numbers for 2021. And so when Mm. we talk about, you know, suicide and we talk about homicide, people's mindset are getting just at the point where they're just giving up. They don't care. Whatever. I'm, I'm who I am. I'm showing the real. People start to show the real themselves. They was hot, we hid, we've been hitting for all these years, you know, be courteous and yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, and thank you, ma'am, and oh, I'm going to do this on my job. But now people are moving to the mind frame of either I want to deal with this or I don't want to deal with this. And we see a lot of young adults now, especially which is trending uh, with the suicide. Um, you know, suicide can form, go for form of, you know, taking pills. Yeah. Hang yourself, intoxication, even even just doing things like sitting in a garage and letting a car run, slash, slashing your wrist, um, just doing something, drug overdose, alcohol overdose, intoxication, different ways um, that um, the teens and young adults and even adults are killing themselves on a suicide. But when we get to the part for homicide, Let's talk about this gun balance. This gun balance is ridiculous. Yes. It has, it's crazy. I don't want to say it's the law because it seemed like once that that law went out to say, hey, we're not doing background checks. You can carry it if you want. You can do what you want. As long as you have a gun, you can have the right to carry. It just created that wonder like an ant, like you, you're just missing an ant pal. Like a loophole. Ants just go everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And do what they want to do, and and now with all this out being said, and I'm told it's not even, and we're just seeing not just in Georgia, this is across the United States where this is a, a, a epidemic, it is a it's a pandemic, it's an all kind of demic across yeah, the true. United States, and it's so bad that now even in the schools they're even trying to incorporate programs 
nonprofit, small businesses, support even more support groups to get into these schools to help um, provide education on gun violence, gun prevention, not bringing weapons, active shooter. So these are things that are really like now are on the, the radar, on the radar. When you thought, when we thought all along, you know, we take our send our kids to school, right. we're they're safe, they're there all day. But now, not only as a parent or a loved one, you have to worry about is your child going to be targeted? Is your child going to be harmed? Is the shooter going to come? Is the teacher right. going to do something? Is another student? It's crazy. And nearly, like I said, over nineteen thousand were killed yesterday by homicide, and this is mostly due to a, to gun gun violence. Right. This it, gun violence. It's it's very it's a lot of craziness here, and it's it's almost like it's opened up to a point where it's like, oh wow, really? The, even even the even the the person that has committed the act, the assailant, if you will, is mm-hmm. even in a mind frame of, oh wow, it's that easy? Oh well, I'm going to do what I got to do then, Be, because yep. it because it's been made so easy in in this mm-hmm. country to you know have access to that a young person should not have access to these sort of things and you know because first of all there's already first of all there's already water guns there's already that so you know mm-hmm. people are going to mimic people are going to mimic anyway using mm-hmm. water guns and what have you and then not knowing whether it's a toy or not you end up shooting one of your loved ones because you were just playing. And now the situation mm-hmm. becomes serious. Now that family has to deal with anger and then immediately grief within that anger. Absolutely. And then even outside the immediate grief within the anger is pandemic. So the as as things are opening back, you know, dealing with you now, you weren't people weren't even able to even go identify bodies. People weren't able to even go and you know send their loved one home or whether you know after life or whatever they feel appropriately. That people had to do funerals viral. People had to do it versus live, clicking the link. Yeah. Those kind of things. So outside of you got homicide, you got the death that you're dealing with, you're dealing with anger, you're dealing with, I can't believe this happened. You're going through a whole lot of phases, you know, unbelief, unbelievingness, anger, then you, depression, then what could you have done to try to prevent it? Then you have to go through your healing process. And all these things right now is very major. And it's, and, and it's, and it's, and there were major, a lot of um violence, um, um, gun violence, unintentional, by playing with guns. Um, just being in just carelessness. People have guns out just laying on the counter. You have two year old walking around. But let's let's get on these ones who are out here really harming the community, harming people who don't who've done nothing to them, yeah. harming people who are just trying to live a life, go home and and live to the next day, harming people who are just going to the grocery store, harming people who are just in the library, you can't even drive on the highway comfortably to visit a friend without thinking or crossing your mind at some point, is somebody going to shoot? You can't put the right signal on and get over right without somebody cussing you out. When I say that the gun violence has gotten to a uncontrollable speed, 
it's like we need to do something now. And it's almost like we're going to wait till we get out of control. But let's even not, not get on to um, the gun balance that is, you know, like our own. What about the racially profiling? This is something mm. that is starting to um, become a thing. That yeah. that deal, that that hinders African American, Hispanic. It it hinders all nationalities, and it makes your mindset worry. Right. Exactly. You know, it makes your mind. It makes your mindset create aggression, anger. Um. What did we do wrong? What did you do wrong? What could you do different? How to avoid, avoid it, and all those good things, and all those bad things to try to make things better. But right now, outside of the gun balance with race on race, you have the racially profiling. Like the um the family, the point, the, the um community just had the um shooting up north where they were in the grocery store, targeted. Right. Talking about mindset. That means that community and those around us and even us who are in other cities have to kind of reprogram our minds. We have to kind of say, hey, what can we do better? What can we do? Could we have prevented that? And it's almost like there's no answer. Right. It's like, it's like your target. So dealing with that mentally, what they create? Depression. Yeah. Sadness. Anxiety. Mm-hmm. It can cause health problems. Heartaches, all kind of the same. High blood pressure, headaches, stroke, different yep. things that can lead from these different things that cause stress. So when we talk about the mental um, mental mindset, we got all these things going on around us. We got suicide, which is at its highest. We got homicide, which is at its highest. We got a lot of people in depression, and a lot of people who are just in that I don't care phase. That's when you go into that non-traditional piece. You know, that non-traditional piece. You know, back in the day, and over time, we start labeling schizophrenia, and we start saying bipolar, and then we start saying antisocial and, you know, depressive disorder and stuff. Well, now, people, so many people are, are being focused, targeted, and having depression and so many things. It's non-traditional. We got to get you out of what you're feeling. We got to help you cope with what you're coping with. It's hard to label everything. So, and even the Medicaid um, insurance companies, let me tell you, Robert, things have changed so much back to about just two years ago before the pandemic. Right. You had to have license. You had to have experience. Yeah. You had to be, had some kind of licensure to provide mental behavioral health services. Let's be it therapy, counseling, case management. You had to have some form of degree. Now they're opening up to people who have at least experience in the field because there's so many people, over 65% of people in need of some form of help, support, mentally or physically. That's true. And, you, and you know, it's, I, I want to talk about, I, I want to actually touch on something that you said earlier. Remember mm-hmm. that you, you stated that most funerals and what have you are going to be virtual you can't even uh-huh. gather with your family in person well you know yes. who had to go through that personally i did really i had to go through That's that right. personally yes i did and it, it, because of a very here's and you know what this is what makes people mad about the pandemic because i know i'm one of them 
as soon as mm-hmm. the variant came out, right, and it was at that time mm-hmm. around, you know, it was going through the country around Thanksgiving, around Thanksgiving, approaching Thanksgiving, the holiday season, right? Right. Unfortunately, um, and you you may not have known this. I'm not, and if you do, you probably seen it. Um, that lost my mother to breast cancer in uh, in November, and right, literally the week of Thanksgiving. I and did. you, I did. I did. in planning the memorial service, right? Mm-hmm. What ended up happening during that memorial service was planning was that we were back and forth about whether we should have it in Charlotte at the funeral home. And have us get together or, well, actually we were. And then after a while, once the variants started going all going all around the world and to grandma's house and running through people, it became, well, let's do this virtually because, you know, for safety reasons. And now it's for safety reasons that yet again, a variant keeps your family mm-hmm. from being able to see each other and being able to Absolutely. hug on each other when you need it the most. That is, Absolutely. and let's be honest, it wasn't good for my mental health. So what did I have to do? I had to do what I needed to do in a sense of basically unpacking it all and crying it out when cleaning her place out well after the proceedings, as we got into this year, the beginning of this year. So it's a different ball game there. Absolutely, and and, know, and, these are, and 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 with you, with that being said, like you said, you had no loved ones to you know to really kind of hug because it's a very it's preventing that extra comfort, that extra that right. feeling of bond. Like okay, things are going to be all right. That pat on the back, that it's going to be okay. That cry out and then talk about the good times face to face with the loved ones. You miss those times, but the thing about it is. Um, you were able to cope. You're, you're you're coping with it. It's not something you get past. It's something that you kind of you deal with from day to day. The thing about it is that as we move into this mental health mindset, it's like we're coming out of a pandemic. Where are people minds that we're even pulling out guns? We're already dealing with people de- losing their lives to health problems, be it breast cancer, be it tumors, be it prostate cancer. It is something, some form of health, but now we have to deal with the, the gun violence. And, and it is so unfortunate that families had to, such as yourself, had to go through this, you know, and then you have to vary it. And then, you know, you click on the link to see your family. And unfortunately, you, you had to clean out your mom's house and her space. But hopefully that will able to give you some way to kind of cope. Maybe you will come across some fun things or memorable things or some pictures, which it probably did make you sad. It probably did make you sad and continue to make you sad because it's a, it's a process. It's yeah, a process. it is. And, it, and, that you, was and the, you're probably angry. That was the ample time for us to really, you know, come back together as a family, not vir- not virtually in, in person, be able to hug each other because – we needed Absolutely. that at the time, and what you need, you can't get. You have to be relegated Absolutely. to a virtual space, which you you can't you can't do that. It messes with it messes with the mental a lot. And, and 
Absolutely. And with that and that that's such it created such a negative impact. But guess what, Robert? You were in your right mind because you could have went out and done something off the wall, something um negative, but you maintain. You maintain. You're able to cope. It's not an easy process and the journey is not easy. No journey with losing a loved one, especially your mother, near and dear to your heart, is going to be an easy. So if nobody should ever tell you it's easy and uh, you should be moving on, and no, it's a process. It's a process, something you'll never probably get over. You know, this is something that you have to deal with through your life. I, I can relate because I've lost a parent before, um, you know, from time to time, you know, with our mindset. Sometimes I have good days, sometimes I have bad days. I think because it's been a minute. You know, um, I used to say um, when, like, holidays come around, I may get more sad than usual or typical, but my mind over throughout the day long, I'm busy. For the most part, I'm okay. You know, when we're young, we're like, oh, we don't want our parents to pass. We don't know if we're going to survive. We can survive. We can survive. It's just a process that we have to go through, and and we just have to try to cope through it. But no one said the journey will be easy, and I know that created anger with you. I know that created a lot of anger. It did. It it it, it it's it, it kind of to be honest with you, it kind of still does. But I've I've moved mm-hmm. on from it because I was able to unpack it all mm-hmm. by being in my own space, in her space, cleaning out that mm-hmm. space. Mm-hmm. But that's where and most of my anger to, came out. Are you able to kind of surround yourself now with some some close family and friends now that the pandemic seems like it's kind of. You already know. Open up a little bit. Yes, right. M-E- so now, yep. So this is the time now you have to kind of revisit back what you experienced months ago. And then when we talk about the mental health mindset, this is when we start talking about the positive things we can get into. Because we've talked about, you know, we got the suicide, we got the gun race, we got people who love, such as yourself, who lost loved ones near and dear to your heart. And then not only did you lose them, but then you weren't able to send them um, home to be wherever you feel after life is properly, accordingly to as planned as you wanted to be around loved ones and friends and families for that comfort, for that, that therapy. That's what it was, for that therapy, for that wrap of love. You wasn't able to, to get that. So then we talk about what are some positive things we can start trying to get ourselves into right. to make make things a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, so, as I said, we're moving away from a lot of non-traditional, I mean, traditional Therapy, you know, therapy where you just go and just sit to somebody and let them talk and talk and they're behind a desk or they're just sitting on the couch. Sometimes that can be um, positive. Sometimes it can be negative. Sometimes it can have an outlet. Sometimes it cannot. But let's talk about the things you do when you're not with your therapist, when you're not with someone who can comfort you, when you're not with that loved one that can pat you on the back and hear you out. There's some forms of things of therapy called art therapy. Art therapy, when you like to draw, color, paint, get into something that's creative. You have music therapy. Music therapy is listening to music, maybe doing movements to release your mind and body. You know, especially in African-American culture, you know, we like music. We turn on the music, we blast it. We put on whatever it is you want, your R&B, your jazz, your hip-hop, your rap, something to help you release and vent, sing, let it out, get it out, yeah, music therapy movements, exercising. It, when, then we have horticulture 
which is gardening and planting. You may like to get in the yard, cut grass, and do more kind of labor type things. Um, chopping wood, planting, planting flowers, gardening, planting trees. Those are kind of things that that um, horticulture um, kind of can host. Although I know this is mental health mindset, the time, the pandemic has now set in. Now we got to try to figure out how do we cope. A lot of people are at that over it, I don't care syndrome. If you still have some form of hope, you got to find a way to move forward. I do have a few um, numbers um, for um, if you're feeling like, you know, um, national suicide, it's a 24-hour daily number. Um, if you're feeling suicidal, anyone, any age, any um, nationality, you can call one 800 273 8255. Once again, that's 1-800-273-8255, and they will connect you with someone in your area. This is the United States um, University, the whole United States, so if anyone is listening worldwide, they can get this number and get resources connected to them. If you have teen violence, community violence, um, gun violence is going on in your area, you need support, you're scared, you don't know what to do. Um, and you feel like it's having a negative impact and you need some support, you can call 1-800-799-7233. And it's, once again, 1-800-799-7233. Also, to my people who are working out um, for organizations and big companies, if you want to tap into your human resources and ask them for your EAP, once again, that's EAP, that's your Employee Assistance Program or Plan. Um, most companies are starting to have this support system for their jobs and their employees so they can call and get some private um, confidential therapy and support on the side. It has nothing to do with your work. They do not have to report it to your employee or your employer to get you those supports. Um so that you can um, get those supports you need while or while on work or not at work. And for those who are dealing with things such as death, death of a, of a loved one, um, just want someone to talk, there are plenty of support groups. We have the Fatherhood Program. It's fatherhood.com, and you have Dear Fathers. Both of those organizations target not only people who are fathers, but those who are um um, want to be fathers, or your father to someone else. So these are support groups that you can join. Um, you have Fatherhood that's here in Georgia, and you have Dear Fathers, that's, I believe, in Texas. But it's um, a worldwide um, fatherhood. is for the um, those who are local, and it is based out of Morehouse. And it does take um, older males. So if you just kind of just want to call and get some support, um, if you're dealing with something and how to deal with it better, or just to even connect and be around other um, men who are, who are dealing with other things such as yourself, death, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, taking care of a loved one, um, a, a disobedient child, the loss of a child. If any of those supports um, are needed, you can contact these organizations. Absolutely, absolutely. Where can they find you, follow you, and connect? They can follow They can follow me at www.exploringyourpurpose.com. And they can email info at exploringyourpurpose.com. And I am Coach Aisha, and they can follow me on Instagram at Coach Aisha. Keep in mind that that is a personal and business because I'm mother first. <laughs>
Hey, hey, got it. Coach Aisha, thank you so much, and we'll be hearing from you uh, next month, as a matter of fact. So we will see you in July. Thank you so much for your mental health expertise this morning. And Robert, I want to tell you, you be well, you be blessed. And like I said, don't think that you don't feel like you have to get through it today. This is a journey. It's a walking yes, it journey is. in life and journey. It hits its points, its highs and lows, but getting through it is is, is the goal. And it look like you're doing good to me. Well, thank Mom you. Mom is so looking much. down proud. Yeah, yeah. Pictures in the studio, always watching me every single day, watching our, over, right. our over our station. That's all it is. That's thank you right. so much. Really appreciate you. And uh, listen. Okay. It is 31 minutes, 31 minutes past the hour in the morning machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. And coming up, you've you've heard from the mental health side, and now it is time to go ahead and get to the mindset. Remember, Mental Health and Mindset Monday Summer Series presented by Paradigm Shift, Marathon of the Mindset on Amazon right now. Of course, that is the book from author, Coach Jarvis Jordan. So we're going to get to the mindset portion with Coach Linnell up next. <laughs> 